loves, and welcome to episode four of Science for the Healthy-ish. I'm Zuri Kai McClellan, your science guide and wellness best friend. As you tune in more and listen to these episodes, you'll come to find that I get inspiration for this podcast from anywhere and everywhere. I'll read an article or see a commercial or watch a video that will inspire a thought and I'll just have to share it. And that's kind of what happened with today's podcast topic. I feel like it's related to wellness a bit more than science, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Just last week, I was watching a video by technology anthropologist Alex Wolf. The entire talk was about millennials and how they don't feel aligned with their age. So for example, a 32 year old doesn't really feel like they're 32. And there's this weird feeling of, I guess, a loss of time. And she talks about the three causes of why millennials don't feel aligned with their age. And one of them was a lack of rites of passage, which really got me thinking about why they're so important. Rites of passage are events or ceremonies that signify a big life change. And in the U.S., we have very few moments of them. There is turning 18 when you can vote or 21 when you drink. And there's also the tradition of getting married and having a wedding. And in her talk, Alex goes on to talk about how millennials feel unprepared to be an adult and the role of technology in this. I won't go into further detail, but I highly recommend you watch her talk on YouTube and I'll link it in my show notes. Although Alex's talk was about how technology influences society, it inspired me to really think about how wellness could be a rite of passage. I couldn't think of any rites of passage that signify spiritual, mental, or physical growth, at least here in the American culture. But I wondered what would it look like if we did? They may not be big events or celebrations or ceremonies. They could be small aha moments, or they could develop over several years. So I took some time and I looked at my own experiences and I realized most of what I would call my rites of passage took place over many years. Starting in college in my early 20s, I call this my feeding into sadness period. As I mentioned in previous episodes, college was very stressful for me. I felt really overwhelmed from all of the work and the lack of connections I had and a feeling of loneliness and various other things. And when I felt most anxious, I would cry And these weren't just crying sessions. They were kind of hysterical sobbing sessions. And I would cry deeper and deeper, really feeding off of this woe is me feeling. And because I was crying over these things, what I would consider trivial things at the time anyway, I would feel even worse about myself. I knew the things that were happening to me weren't a big deal, but I didn't know what else to do. And I was generally always happy growing up. And I got over things pretty quickly, which I'm very grateful for. But during college, I had a hard time moving on from my feelings. It wasn't until years later that I realized this. And my early 20s was a time where I got to reflect on my college experience. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, I experimented with yoga and laughter meditation techniques in college, which helped me cope with a lot of the overwhelming feelings I was having. But I also researched outside sources to help me combat some of the feelings I I was having. 
And I really want to emphasize the outside sources part because I wasn't turning inward and listening to myself. Instead, I was reading a ton of self-help books and watching gurus on YouTube and trying to exemplify other people's lives. I will say there's nothing wrong with this. It was just a stage in my life when I listened to other people more than myself. But at the very least, I was trying to improve my mental health. And ultimately, I was beginning the process of working on myself and leaving behind those past feelings. So in my late 20s, it turned out to be the time when I cultivated my inner voice. And up until this point, I was still ingesting self-help books and articles and videos like crazy. And it really did extend into into my late 20s as I started my business. But I did start to listen to my gut more and just listen to what I wanted and needed. And at the same time, I stopped caring about other people's opinions and really just listened to myself more. I started journaling a lot more, creating vision boards, writing out my ideal day, etc. And there was a lot more self-reflection. And if I did read a book or watch a video, it was always about like human psychology and how the world work and less about self-help. I also spent more time for reflection and less on outside influences. And I believe this was my biggest growth period. So as I move into my 30s and beyond, honestly, I have no idea what this stage will look like, but I can hope for a few things. I hope that I build a better spiritual practice, that I create mental clarity by simplifying my life, I hope that I prepare a healthy body for when I try to have children and, you know, various other things. So I think that wellness as a rite of passage is an important thing to consider. It may not always be a dramatic transformation or big celebration. More likely, it will happen over many years and it's a transition and I think that should be celebrated more. Like when was the last time you thought about how you progressed physically, mentally, emotionally or spiritually? And how can we celebrate these periods of growth more? Do we buy a cake, send ourselves a card, go on a trip? Absolutely, we definitely can. And I think that we should also recognize these moments in our friends, our family, and celebrate them more because they're a pretty big deal. So if you're looking to reflect on your own wellness rites of passage, I have a few suggestions. I would definitely think about big moments of transition for you. So going to college, moving across the world, giving birth, losing a loved one. I would also say revisit old journals if you have them. I have journals from middle school and I honestly still look back at them once in a while. And finally, I would say talk to your friends and family who have known you for many years. They're more likely to see the changes in your behavior that you may not always notice. And if you want to create a new rite of passage, I would suggest deciding on what areas you want to improve on and experiment with new things like a new hobby. You should also try learning how to form new and better habits that make it easy for you to create change. I think it's also good to take on a spiritual practice, whatever it is that is your choice. But I think it's also useful in figuring out your rites of passage. And finally, I would say definitely reflect and take notes. And this is most important because how do you know if you've improved if you don't remember where you started? So that's all for this episode. As always, I hope that you take the time to seek information that will keep you beautiful on the inside, to nourish your mind, to pamper yourself with knowledge, to make science a part of your lifestyle. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know about your wellness rites of passage or other ways you can elevate your wellness journey. Head to my Instagram or Facebook page to tell me what you think. All of the links are in the show notes. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.